1: Welcome back to The Rhythm of Life. This is part two. If you have missed part one, please feel welcome to go back and have a listen. We're going to continue now with part two. So, Donnell, you are now not only a presenter, singer, songwriter, dancer. You are a social media star. Your your TikTok is off the chair. I love it. Like, I love just watching you on social media. It's so much fun.
2: Thank you. Yeah, it's fun. Like, do you know what? I, I, I did TikTok just to take the mic and just have fun a bit because I just got bored of the whole, like, just... Yeah, man, I just wanted to have fun. Like, I don't think yeah. there's... I don't think as an artist you should ever because there's so many artists that just want to be taken too seriously and they just want to, yeah. like, be very serious and be like, ooh, I'm cool. I'm thinking, bro, mm-hmm. like... You're not that cool.
1: Basketball, (laughs) yeah.
2: You're not that cool. Yeah, bro, calm down, man. I just feel like you have to be relatable, like just like people have to be able to connect with you on a personal level, and just um, yeah, man, just have to be a normal person. Like, I don't really like bling. Like, uh, the only chain I have is this, and that was a birthday present. Like, that's about it. Like, I'm not really like a flashy person. I just want to keep it simple really
1: but but you're so young and you're like literally at the beginning of your career do you ever feel any pressure from social media because you guys are the social media i mean me too but you're the social media generation there's always this pressure and this expectation of always delivering content and good content
2: yeah um i feel like i put pressure on myself if anything I put yeah, I put pressure on myself because I feel like based on where I want to go, like I know like there's no room for sitting back or relaxing or or just making mediocre content yeah.
1: well, why do you think that is why is that do you feel like because I certainly feel like it's because I'm from another country and I travelled like it's far where we come from is far you know it's yeah. not like Egypt where we're like oh I'm gonna skip and jump yeah. onto this little island we come from the end of the world and so there is no room for failure
2: yeah there isn't and I feel like we've been taught to work hard like the culture is to work hard even the education yeah. is is genuine generally harder in africa like even not not just the education but even the way you're taught in discipline is harder so it's like when you come to the uk there's opportunity i've, I've been taught to grab opportunity like my natural instinct is to grab every opportunity and maximize the opportunity so it's okay. like it's like those kind of things are very important and i feel like nothing should go to waste so yeah nothing nothing should go to waste and you should just do you
1: have any siblings
2: yeah i've got one little brother that's it
1: who's the star child in the family is it it's you or child. the little
2: brother man he gets all the love man me i just keep it moving i just i just, <laughs> I just keep it stepping i just focus on writing because if i if i focus on that yeah i get emotional <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> but you that. are your grandma's favorite
2: yeah exactly see i got to spend time with my grandma have that me, yeah, I, yeah. I got to chill with my nan. Do you ever get to go back to Zimbabwe? Ah, uh, the last time I went was twenty eighteen, and that was the first time going back in ten years.
1: Mm. How did that feel?
2: It was crazy because this time when I went back, like there was girls at the airport, <laughs> like, like, do you know what's crazy though? I, you can tell I was in Africa, did you not know, it? Yeah, they they asked me to sign their wrists. a wrist, <laughs> like, <laughs> a wrist bro like I was like yo yo this is different
0: I used to do that <laughs> like the
2: pen the pen barely worked like proper gliding on the thing and just like it's not connecting properly and some of them are sweating because they're nervous so it's like the water is just like not allowing the ink to sit in like it's just... <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh, bro you know
1: what but that is a that is the african thing you know when you check if the pen works you check it on yeah, your yeah yeah on your wrist yeah, exactly. oh my
2: god <laughs> I was like, okay it's...
1: so you get there the girls are there
2: yeah they came in a whole minibus like it was crazy and um and then they had like a ch- there was a church there there was my grandma my grandma and my family wearing t-shirts with my face on it like it was crazy. Oh, it was as if, like, I came with a whole TV crew. I'm like, I only pulled up with my dad and, and South African <laughs> Airlines, like, they just pull up. <laughs> it was crazy, though. But
1: you see how proud we are of you. That's, that's a big thing. Were there any culture shocks? Obviously, just growing up in South Africa, well, in Africa, yeah. and then being an African child in Europe, that is so different. What were your, like, most, oh my goodness, this is so different.
2: I just feel like... You don't feel like you're different to everyone else. You're the same. But at the same time, you do feel different. Because.
1: Yeah. How do you feel different? How do you feel different here?
2: Like, in the UK, you feel different because you're black. So there's less black people in the UK. Whereas, and then, mm-hmm. if even if there's more black people, black people are from different places. So you get some from the Caribbean, yeah. some from Trinidad, some from, like, Africa. So... It's, like, very different yeah. because the culture. But in Zimbabwe, it's, like, everyone's talking the same language. Everyone's got the similar banter. Everyone's different. But when you go over there, we're used to, like, say, for example, this is this is a gym t-shirt, right? But when you go over there, they can tell, ah they're wearing something different. He's definitely from, not from here. Which is why <laughs> when the police stop you, it's peak. You have to pay them something because they know they know you're from, you're from <laughs> abroad. They know.
1: <laughs> I can't believe. So you have to bribe the police. You just said that, you know, you've said that.
2: <laughs> that's how corrupt it is. I was, I was in a studio session, yeah. And, um, these producers called fanatics and they were like, um, they were like, um, they got stopped by police in Jamaica. And then he was like, the police are like, I'll read me and I mean, I'll kill no one, you know? And you're like, ah, oh, you look nice. You look nice. <laughs> the police was like you look nice give me some give me some <laughs> and I had to give them like 90 pound I'm thinking why are black people like this like why do we have to pay police officers from for, for what? like as if you're not on a payroll I don't get it man oh my gosh.
1: oh wow I never in a million years thought my podcast would go this way but, but why are the police requiring us <laughs>
2: to, to pay, pay them? them
1: though that's the question it's like because
2: I look nice now I need to pay you. Yes. Listen, listen, when I went to Zimbabwe, yeah, we got stranded in the in the in the rural areas and there was this shop and I went to buy ice lollies, yeah. Tell me why this whole adult stole like he was like, give me he's like give me one. And I was like, This is for my this is for my brother, give me one. And he grabbed it and yanked it. I looked at him, I was like, You can't even talk and you know when you go to the shops, you can't even talk about customer service. What what is that? Like, there's no such thing as customer service. <laughs> like, my friend went to Zim, yeah. And he got mad. He's like, yo, my food's cold. Where's the customer service in this place? And he got so mad because you can't explain customer service. It's peak. What are you going to say? Like, What are you going to do? You can't complain. You can't. You can get what There's you no get. Yelp. There's no <laughs> Yelp. You can't complain to no one, bro. It's peak.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I... Okay, okay, so then you go back to Zimbabwe, which is amazing. You see all your family. Yeah. How do they treat you after years of being in the UK?
2: It felt normal. I felt like a normal kid. Yeah. I felt like a whole, like, yeah, like, just being at home. But I slept with the doors locked. Let's believe it. Um, and <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, yeah. You have to, bro. You have to. It's a must.
1: Why? Why?
2: do <laughs> uh, I <laughs> no,
1: remember. I'm, I'm sweating. That's how uh, much I'm laughing right now. Is the, is, is the crime that bad in Zimbabwe? It's, or you
2: just never know? You just never. Do you know what it is? Like... I've heard like they put gas so that everyone knocks out sleep and then they come in and then they take things and blah blah blah. So I was just scared. Yeah. So I was like, "Yo, I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna reduce all all risks as possible." You get what I mean? Risk assessment.
1: Yeah. Get me? How long did you stay there for?
2: I stayed in Zimbabwe for about a week, I think, because okay. what happened is I got flown to South Africa for ITV um, to mm-hmm. do to talk to like the investors for south africa about my experience on the voice so when that Amazing. happened my whole family just ended up like we might as well just go to zimbabwe as well so i went to zimbabwe and then came back did the south africa thing and then came back to the uk so it was very brief but it was it was very fun like it was a very nice experience for me
1: and do you like south africa
2: i love it bruh i love south africa yeah. there's so much about south africa that i want to experience as well like the nightlife i haven't experienced it there um but even musically <laughs> I'm very I'm very much inspired. I'm I'm inspired by like like obviously I'm a piano, gom, um, um the whole everything. Yes. Even house music, there everything's very much alive and obviously Zimbabwe catches on to that, so that's literally our culture as well. Yeah. But, um Yeah. Yeah, like um it's 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 cool because now I'm getting love from South African artists who are who are doing well over there and I haven't even touched down mm-hmm. in the music scene yet yeah, over there and they're already liking my stuff like i did a cover of m zumbini
1: oh my i literally have been singing that song for like i wake up now and i just sing that song
0: it's so, so but your
2: version yeah. <laughs> oh thank you thank you thank you it's a such it's such a good song like that's why i decided to a cover yeah. on it because i'm thinking like, i love i just love it and and like getting love from from the whole scene over there, and even from the label over there, and everything. It's just been, it's just been great, just to experience. Like.
0: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash switch. Forty five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
1: who are your dream collabs like who would you be like okay this this is incredible this is the the, the people the top five that i would love to work with
2: in south africa or just in the world in the whole world i'm a pick from five different places because I want to be worldwide. Wait,
1: let's go Zimbabwe!
2: <laughs> in South Africa, i will probably say DJ Maborisa because he's so crazy. Or Gabza small mm-hmm. Like, them two oh there. Um, and then in the UK, I'd probably say, I'm really into my songwriting. So I'd say Ed Sheeran in the UK.
1: Ed Sheeran? Oh, yeah. wow.
2: Yeah. I, okay, I, what
1: about Eminike?
2: I've worked with Eminike. He's awesome. emolique is great man i really i love his art like he's such an amazing person like he's awesome like he's super dope emolique is great but yeah in terms of like artist wise though like ed sheeran is a songwriter
1: two more you've got two more um no three more sorry
2: ah yeah (laughs) um and then in the u.s i'd probably say i'd probably say chris brown like just because it's a lifelong dream of mine like just being a kid, being a mm. fan of Chris Brown, to actually working with him, and uh, in probably Nigeria, like I probably say, Burner Boy. Burna Boy. Burna Boy. Yeah, good. yeah. And then in in Latin America, Latino, I probably say, I probably say, Bad Bunny.
1: so what is it about them that influences you like i can see a lot of chris brown in you so i feel like you've you've studied his videos and his dance routines and you've sang them and danced them at the same time yeah but what is it about these people that you've mentioned that you love and 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 admire so much
2: do you know what it is it's 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 being it's like i understand like being at the level like the hours that I've been put in, for example, Ed Sheeran puts in, he talks about the ten thousand hour sequence where it's like he's putting ten thousand hours into songwriting. So everything after that becomes very easy and becomes very natural. So for for me, I'm thinking Ed Sheeran is such a great songwriter, he's very talented, it's 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 fluid for him. It's like yeah. it's natural.
1: He um, masters it, he tries to master it.
2: Exactly, it's a master he's mastered his art. And then with Burner Boy, I feel like it's about statement. Being confident in who you are. I remember when Burner Boy didn't want to do Coachella because they put his name smaller. So they put his name bigger and then he went and did Coachella. And I feel like representing Africa and being like, okay, cool. Like, I'm bigger than what you think I am. Like, I know where I'm going. So please put respect on my name. And repping my people is very important. Like, and I really rate that. Bruv, I met Burner Boy yeah. His hands are big, you know. Big hands, bruv. I thought, <laughs> man, intimidated. Like, I don't know why, like, Nigerians have got big hands, like, (laughs) it's scary.
1: Did you tell him, did you tell him, yo, big hands?
2: Nah, but you know what? I was so gassed because throughout the whole day, he was very mad because it it was at a shoot. I won't mention what it was because I don't want to put any bad names, but he was, I think he was just having, like, a a very tiring day, so he wasn't in the best of moods. But then, um, but then near towards the end, I took the camera and I started videoing me and him and I said... I said, come on, one of his songs was playing, yeah? And he started coming out of his shell, and I was guessing, I was like, on, come on, come on. then he posted a video on Twitter, and all you could hear is my voice, just gassing him up, and he's there dancing, like. <laughs> and I was so gassed, I was like, yes, I brought him out of his shell, man. It's all about good vibes over here. But good that, vibes, love yeah, it. Yeah, And then the other, the other artists, is just about the kind of music they make, like tapping into different markets, and I'd also love to work with BTS because their music videos yeah. are crazy
1: oh yeah so, they're yeah. really good and they've really just kicked off haven't they yeah
2: they're doing great they're doing mad mad things
1: and what else do you do you hope to gain in the future where do you see yourself in the next 10 years
2: being the biggest african superstar in the world in the least cocky way possible but in a in a way to rep my people and in a way to bring joy to the world
1: do you feel like now you're being so young you have kind of a rhythm that you live your life by
2: yeah i like what you did there i like what you did there um yeah I, I i feel like i live i live life in in faith in god and also in a way chasing so I like i'm chasing the next big thing and i'm always going through changes in order to escalate and and go to the next level and chasing destiny mm-hmm. like i, I believe in 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 fulfilling my destiny and and yeah purpose living a life of purpose so every day I wake yeah. up with the with the hunger to do more hunger to be more and to be better and thinking back in my life I'm th- I'm looking at the patterns and I'm thinking rah, like the way my life has gone it's like it's it's obvious where I'm supposed to be and it's the same for everyone else who's at home wherever you are it's like if you look in your life, certain things happen in order to build you and to, and to elevate you to the next level and to where you're meant to be. And even if it feels like it's a setback, like, it's always for a reason. Like, it's it's like mm. the analogy of grapes being crushed in order to produce wine. So even if you're going for something bad, something great is being produced out of that. That's what I've always believed. Yeah. So, yeah. Are
1: there any setbacks, speaking of setbacks, that you feel like have, have made you who you are today?
2: Yeah, I remember, like, obviously I did the voice and I performed for the Queen and then after that...
1: Oh, wait, stop. Stop. You can't just say that and, like, just go over oh. it. So you performed for the Queen. That, <laughs> that's a whole conversation itself. How was that? How did that come about?
2: Prince Harry watched the first two episodes of The Voice, like, the, <laughs> like my two performances and with Meghan Markle, and then they just got in touch and sent me a letter and be like, I want you to perform for the Queen's birthday. For
1: the Queen's birthday? What an honour.
2: Yeah, it was crazy, like... The whole royal family and even like all the leaders of the world. Oh, um, I think Lady Smith Black Mumbaz. Is that the name?
1: Lady Smith Black Mambazo. Yeah, but yes,
2: that's it. They were there. I oh, The the whole day I was with them. Like they didn't say anything. As soon as I said Ibo on stage, they were like, Ah, oh, you speak Zulu? You speak Zulu? You're from? And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Like I'm from I'm from Zimbabwe. And they were there, gas, but they were there. Um Mendes, the most guys think, like, Shaw Mendes asked me for a picture and he kept on coming to talk to me because we were young. He was 19. <laughs> he was 19. I was 16. So it was like, oh, wow. it was very nice to just have, like, people like like that around me. And I remember like walking off stage, and Tom Jones was like, "Hello, hello again," because it was like two weeks after The Voice, and I was like, "Oh snap, Tom! Yeah, yeah I was with you like last week still." What are you saying? <laughs> but it was a great experience. It was awesome.
1: Were there any protocols that you have to abide by? Any rules? Any things that you weren't allowed to do or say or
2: act? I wasn't told anything. Like no, they they just said like, "One Prince Harry, like, Zo- we use Zoe Ball's dressing room to meet mm-hmm. Prince Harry and Meghan." so um did you meet zoe yeah, yeah zoe was lovely she was gassing up my jacket as well i was like listen zoe <laughs> hey 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 don't gas <laughs> me out love you're looking beautiful today but don't gas me out all right? um but yeah she was awesome man and she had bare makeup on her desk so they had to put cloth all over her desk yeah <laughs> to cover all that up lock the bathroom toilet I don't know why they did that. Security, the only thing, Security came in and checked everything was fine. And then Megan and yeah. Harry came in. And, bruh, Megan came in first. She ran to me. Danelle! And I was like, huh? I was like, yo. Really? you're Really? Yeah, I'm thinking you're that girl from Suits like my mum watches. And, and you're coming to give me a hug and say yeah. say my name. And then guess what? I stepped on her toe. I thought it's all over, Jackie. I thought, yo, it's Pete. <laughs> I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was raps. 'Cause I stepped on her, yeah, and she hugged me. I thought it was, cute. It was about to do a mad combo on me, like it was lovely a bit. Yeah, but Prince Harry's very tall. He hugged me and I was like, yo, rah, this is crazy, like the queen's grandson and that hugging me and that that's crazy. So how
1: do how do you feel with all of that? Like you just have two of the most like high highest people just telling you how much they love you and you're from a small town in Zimbabwe and you've done so much how does all that feel
2: it's crazy because I used to think of England as being in the sky because I'd never like I'd never had an experience of being on a plane and I've and now to think like I've come to the UK and I'm in the presence of the royalty of this country like that's proof that God lives and exists because I remember I always think about the same prayer I uttered. I like, "God, whatever you want to do, let it happen in abundance and great. I don't want it to just be no small thing." And then, yeah, this happens, so no one can tell me I got it, real. That's all I am saying. Because, yeah. like, for me, I am thinking, "Raw, like, that's mad. There is no explanation. Like, what are the chances yeah. that a royal family can turn, like, turn on the TV, see me perform, and both love me enough to?" Invite me to perform for the Queen's birthday in front of the leaders of the world. Like, I remember before I went on stage, Theresa May, I saw Theresa May's face and she was the prime minister at the time. And I was like, rawr, like, this is nerve wracking. So I just went on there and I'm like, I'm just going to show off again. Like, like I did in the voice and just try to show them, show them as good as I am, like, just do my best and yeah do
1: you know what you should do just a little just do a little collab or like how you do your your remixes with one of lady blacksmith Mambazo's songs
0: yo that
2: would be they hard will love it that would be or crazy do like
1: pata pata or pata pata or something like that that would be insane even
2: collaborating with them would just be legendary yeah just in general what
1: are you most grateful for in in life just with the journey that you've had so far
2: i'm grateful for the lessons like, cause I remember you're talking about like what were the setbacks, and I feel like being a, one of the biggest setbacks after the whole voice, the Queen's birthday, releasing two singles was being dropped by a record label. I thought that was it, and um, I thought that's peak. So that was around the time where I remember you posted one of my videos of me wearing a red, the one you sent me the other day, the one um, and yeah. I was wearing a red, a red um, a red jumper, and and I just started hustling. I started posting loads of stuff, loads of videos. Um, And it taught me how to work hard and hustle. Like, I was put under pressure because my mum was like, you should go back to school. I was like, "Woman, you're touching a very touchy subject and I don't want to go back to school. (laughs) So I was like, yo, I need to do something about this. So I start, I went and bought a laptop. I went, uh, bear in mind, my my dad's a very wise guy. So, like, even the money I had for my first record deal, like, we're not touching it. You're still a child. You're going to, only when you need it, But you're living at home, work. Go work whatever you need to do. So I used that money to invest into my home studio, all the equipment, everything. And then I started writing music. And then I started getting in touch with the likes of of Mr. Easy, um, Major Lazer, started sending them songs. And then I remember I sent Mr. Easy a song and he was like, yo, here's my number, this song is sick. And he was like, I want to find your next single. So I did Empower with Mr. Easy. Where he funded my, my my single "Wish You Well," and then um, that was last summer, and then for some reason one day I got a call like, oh, this guy wants to meet you." He, his name is Max Goosey. He, he manages Sweetie. I was like, "Who's Sweetie?" So I searched up who Sweetie was.
1: Sweetie. Yeah,
2: Sweetie, <laughs> and I was like, "Who is is? I was like, "She's cute," but I never heard of her. She had like three million followers. I was like, "Cool." So I went and I met this guy, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to sign you." I was like, and I played him the s- songs i had been working on tirelessly, like writing with producers. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "Cool, I'm gonna I'm gonna link you up with Big John. Who's Big John? You don't know Big John? I- I'm gonna link you up with Sean Garrett. Who's Sean Garrett? Sean Garrett is a songwriter who's written the most number ones yeah. ever. And now I have Sean Garrett's number on my phone. Now I have Teddy Riley's number on my phone. Like things like that. Like f- through all the hard work, like now i've signed a deal with warner and then and it's like it's just crazy like to think like a hard time of your life can produce something great because i didn't know how to songwrite before that so now i can write songs now i can do freestyles on instagram now i can do whatever i want to do so yeah
1: i think you're gonna have the biggest career or like ever 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 thank ever ever because so you're so humble you're so true to yourself and that's like something that they always tell you to stay true to yourself never forget who you are but mm. keep evolving because mm. you don't want to stay static keep yeah. evolving i think you're gonna be so brilliant you have such an infectious career uh, and i wish you honestly the best
2: thank you so much AT. i really appreciate it